Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television, as well as the new ESPN Montana app. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We are coming to you through the ESPN Montana studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting Company. Proudly locally owned and operated for the better part of 15 years, and proud to say so. It was a great weekend this last weekend for Missoula Broadcasting Company. Our sister station, The Trail, is something I'm so proud to be associated with. I have a very small role there. I, you know, I have a couple advertising clients that advertise on The Trail, but I just think it's so cool that I am in the same radio building as them. I've always admired and just love the trail. It's always been my favorite radio station in Missoula ever since they first came out when I was in high school. Always been a loyal trailhead. And uh, our big deal every year with the trail is River City Roots. And I was unable to help out, but I know all my coworkers did a phenomenal job of helping out and uh, putting on what was a tremendous Missoula weekend, a tremendous Missoula event, all sorts of free music and parties and all sorts of stuff for all you find Missoulians out there. So uh, another River City Roots in the books and uh, another great, great weekend of music presented in part by the Trail 103.3. So that, that's, that was awesome. Missing into the first hour of today's show, we talked some high school football scores. We heard from Sam Herter from Hero Sports, gave us some high school football analysis and highlighted our Treasure State Stars for the week. All of that can be found on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store, the Advocates, and the Montana State Bookstore. About 5.30, we're going to hear live from Mark Albert. He is longtime and recently retired head cross-country coach for the Hamilton Bronx and one of the great running mentors in the state of Montana. About 15 minutes from now, we're going to hear from Jay Anderson, the head coach of the Missoula Hellgate boys soccer team, the three-time defending 
Class AA State Champions. But let's dive into our debut of our Hauk highlights. We did this last year. Almost always I will have an original interview with Montana head coach Bobby Hauk. Today, uh, it kind of got crossed around. Montana, I don't know the why. I'm actually going to ask Coach Hauk this. But they're operating a day ahead of schedule. And so uh, yesterday was like their Tuesday practice. Today is like their Wednesday practice. Tomorrow is like their walkthrough. I think they're going to have, maybe it's because of the Grizz, the Great Grizz Encounter or something is coming up. That's usually something they do down there at Karis Park. Not sure the why, but they also moved up all the media stuff. Usually we have practice accessibility for pre-practice interviews with Coach Houck on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and then post-practice on uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But they texted out today and said, no Wednesday stuff, so you got to get it all done today. But then Coach Houck was in the office cramming. You don't care. The why doesn't matter. We don't have an exclusive interview with Coach Houck this week, but we do have some Grizz football conversation. And uh, that, as it was a year ago, is presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Last year at this time, they were in the midst of expanding their firm. Paul Ryan, a tried and true and trusted name when in, in criminal defense law, he was very excited to expand his firm to add Nate Holloway and Angie Miller. And now they not only specialize in criminal defense, but they can take care of uh, medical malpractice and uh, any sort of uh, insurance fraud, personal injury, all sorts of uh, different elements of law. They also, though, are huge, huge Grizz supporters. Right now, starting, what's today? Is today the 30th or the 31st? I got my calendar all mixed up. Okay, so starting tomorrow, that's August 31st, If you head down to Ryan Holloway and Miller's office, which is right there on Front Street, 218 Front Street, Suite 210. It's right across from Market on Front and the Trailhead, right there in downtown Missoula. If you go down to their office, you can enter to win. What a sweet prize package this is. And they've been sending me the stuff on Instagram. It looks awesome. They have a gift basket with all sorts of Grizz apparel. They also have four tickets to Saturday's Grizz home opener against Northwestern State. So uh, if you go down, and they also have three other sets of two tickets to gri- the Grizz game as well. So all you got to do is swing by their office, get registered to win, and uh, they uh, will give you an opportunity to go to the Grizz game. You also can enter. Uh, it says once you're there, if you take a picture with their Go Grizz sign and share it on social media, you'll gain another entry. So you can get multiple different entries in a variety of different fashions. So Ryan Holloway and Miller's office down there at 218 East Front Street, Suite 210. They got a Grizz game day package with a bunch of Grizz apparel and four tickets. That's the grand prize, plus three other people. They'll win two tickets each to the Grizz football games uh, on this Saturday, uh, September 3rd, against Northwestern State. Once you're at the office, all you got to do is take a picture with their Go Grizz sign and post it on social media. So a fun giveaway down there in Ryan Holloway and Miller. Excited to bring you Hauk highlights for the second year in a row. So here is where we're at with Bobby Hauk. Here's the tale of the tape for the Grizz head football coach. During his time at Montana, this will be his 11th season and 12th year. He was here from 2003 until 2009. But during that time, went 80 and 17, pretty good. <laughs> including 46-5 and five against the Big Sky Conference. From 2006 through 2009, the Montana Grizzlies were an unbelievable, unprecedented 
31 and 1 against Big Sky Conference opponents. They went to the playoffs all seven times in Coach Houck's first season at the helm. They played for the FCS National Championship in 2004, 2008, and 2009. Then Bobby Houck left for UNLV, where he spent five seasons. He went 15 and 49 in Las Vegas, 11 and 28 in Mountain West play, made one bowl, which is only the third bowl game in the history of UNLV football. That was in 2013 when UNLV went 7-6, and 5-3 and three in Mountain West play, and they won the, uh, excuse me, they played for and lost in the Heart of Dallas Bowl. Coach Houck then spent um, 2015 to th- through 2017 as the special teams coordinator at San Diego State, and then he came back in 2018, and uh, in that time, he is 28-12, and 12, including... 16-8 and eight in Big Sky Conference play, so not quite the unprecedented success. But over the last two years, Montana's been very good. 20-7 and seven between 2019 and 2021 combined. 6-2 and two in league both years, so 12-4. and four. And they've been to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs two consecutive seasons, finished number six in the national polls twice. So the total tail of the tape for Bobby Houck, 108-29 and 29 during his time at Montana, 63-14. and 14 in Big Sky Conference play. So he is already the all-time winning, uh, all-time winningest coach uh, at the University of Montana. He is fastly approaching the Big Sky Conference record for most wins uh, in league play. And uh, there's a lot of stuff on the table, but this Grizz team has as much hype and as much uh, preseason expectation as any I can remember since I was in college. And my senior year of college coincided with Bobby Houck's last season as the head coach of Montana during his first stint. So uh, Bobby Houck has sort of a polarizing reputation. He uh, is a phenomenal general. That's I, I always think of him as a military general. His, his coaching tactics are very militaristic. His teams are always disciplined. They always play hard. They always play with great pride in the state of Montana. And I think that Bobby Houck's expectation for Montana, his, his expectation of excellence is what makes him such a great fit uh, to lead his alma mater. He's oftentimes bristly. He's oftentimes stubborn. But when it comes to game days at Washington Grizzly Stadium, there's very few coaches that have rolled out more entertaining and more on-brand products than one Robert Lawrence Houck III. So uh, the Grizz, they get their season kicked off on Saturday uh, for the 2022 year against Northwestern State. Hauk Highlights is presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Ryan Holloway and Miller, they do so much great giving in the community, including giving free car seats every year. In their line of work, they know firsthand how important it is to have a child in a safe car seat. So uh, a few years ago, they started giving out free car seats to the community, and it's, it's a great promotion, a great way to give back. Paul Ryan, Nate Holloway, Angie Miller, all have become great friends of mine. They are all so dedicated to this community. They love the Grizz and Missoula, and they are excellent when it comes to the world of criminal defense, personal injury, medical malpractice, and any other legal needs you might have. Let's get a quick thought from Coach Houck on Northwestern State before we jump into some soccer. We'll conclude Houck highlights with a Houck highlight. Here's Bobby Houck on his team's opening opponent, the Northwestern State Demons, who come to Missoula Saturday afternoon to open the 2022 football campaign. I thought the work we got got done in our uh, 
fall practice session was good. I thought the players were really uh, tuned in, and that makes it good. So um, Saturday we we're into game week now, and Saturday we we get to find out if our work was good and we're ready to play well. Your initial thoughts on Northwestern State coming in here? Well, Coach Laird has uh, kind of a turned it over there. They've got new coordinators, a lot of new players. Um, he's been here before, so he, he knows uh, what we're about, uh, even though it was a long time ago. Um, we don't really have, again, they've, they've, there's so much change there. We don't really have any idea to a degree what to prepare for. Um, you know, offense, defense, um, a good number of transfer players coming in from a personnel standpoint. Um, what we can tell is they look very skilled. Um, I, th- I think they feel pretty good about the front players they have coming back on both sides of the ball, which is always a, um, a great place to start. And, you know, Coach Laird will have them. They'll, they'll be disciplined. They'll play hard. They'll be physical. Uh, but this prep is really hard for us. Certainly hard, but I know that Montana will certainly have a plan. Speaking of Brad Laird, I am talking to Northwestern State's head coach tomorrow morning, so we'll have that interview for you. We'll also hear from Greg Gopp, head coach of McNeese State, who happens to be the rival of Northwestern State and also happens to be the opening team for Montana State. So we'll have our across the sidelines times two with the opponents for both the Grizzlies and the Bobcats, their head coaches, joining us later on this week. How highlights. Thanks to Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys, uh, for their continued sponsorship of conversations with Montana head coach Bobby Houck. High school soccer underway. And Missoula Hellgate, they got themselves a bona fide dynasty. Jay Anderson, the Missoula Hellgate head coach, caught up with Andrew Houghton. So our footy 15, it's an excerpt from the Soccer and Snow and Smoke podcast. Please subscribe to the Soccer and Snow and Smoke for all of your great soccer coverage about the University of Montana, high school soccer, club soccer, soccer all the way around the state of Montana and on the international level as well. Andrew Houghton's doing a great job with that podcast, so please subscribe to it. We'll play excerpts from Soccer and Snow and Smoke here on Nuanas Now, presented by Flanagan Motors. Here's our footy 15 for the week. Early on a Wednesday morning, and we're doing one of my favorite things in the world, talking soccer on the Soccer and Snow and Smoke podcast. I'm Andrew Houghton. Uh, joining me is we're doing a big high school preview episode, uh, hoping to get a bunch of coaches from across the state in here and on here to share their thoughts about this upcoming high school soccer season. Uh, but Jay Anderson from the Hellgate Boys, uh, first to join me in studio. Jay, thanks for coming in. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh Really interesting year for you guys. A lot of stuff to get into, um, defending double-A state champions. Uh, but just how's your summer been? Uh, what you been able to get up to? Uh, summers are always short. You know, I, I coach club soccer in the spring. So we, you know, we are traveling here and there all the way up through July and then straight into the high school season after that. Yeah, wow. No, no, rest, no rest for the weary, huh? Absolutely. Uh, when have you guys started, um, you know, sort of training at Hellgate? Where are you guys at with that? Yeah, so the, the summer months, uh, you know, from June 1st to July 31st, they have open fields. So my captains kind of run practices a couple days a week. And then we've been officially at it since the 13th of August and first game tomorrow. 
Yeah, wow. So we're recording this on uh, Wednesday late here in August, August 24th. So I guess getting started um, pretty early for you guys. Where are you guys at with the, you know, are you, are you happy with the, where the team is at right now? Um, you guys obviously winning the state championship last year. You had a really good old experience team um, and, and probably a lot of questions around this year's team. Yeah, I think there's a big question mark in the air right now where, where we're going to be and where everyone else is going to be. Uh, we have a very young team compared to last year. I lost 14 seniors from last year's team. I'll have an entirely brand new starting lineup, um, 1 through 11. Uh, so young, but I would say also very technically sound and a good team. I'm excited to see how far they can go. Yeah, and, and we've talked about that a little bit, but how much does it help the level of the younger ones coming up to just have the experience that you guys have had last year and had the experience that you guys have had in past years? I mean, losing 14 seniors is huge, but bringing up kids who have been able to, to learn and play with 14 seniors must be a little bit of an advantage, right? Uh, yeah, it definitely is. I mean... Um you know, we've been very successful, and as the saying goes, success breeds confidence. So even though these guys haven't put their stamp on anything yet, I would say that they're they're brimming with confidence. They put in the work all summer, just going to open fields and getting training. Uh, you know, I would say the majority of my players at Hellgate also play club soccer, so they've really been playing year-round. Um, they're ready to get into the high school season. Yeah, and, and you guys from last year, I mean, run through some of the players you lost. I know, uh, you know Marcus Anderson, who, who scored the winning goal in the state championship game, but but plenty of other talent you guys lost off that team. Uh, yeah, I, you're putting me on the spot, but yeah. Uh, Marcus Anderson, uh, Lars Thorne Thompson, uh, Cameron McNeilis, Lauren Deskins, Ray O'Connell, uh, Floyd Stevens, uh, uh, gosh, uh, Connor McMahon. Uh, so many, so many guys, and there's there's a few others off the top of my head I can't think of. Yeah, but like you said, I mean, 14 guys, which is a whole starting lineup, and and then some, right? So, what's it been like trying to come up with the new starting lineup and put guys in the right places for this year? You know, it's actually been really exciting and really fun for me. Uh, the difference between last year's team and this year's team is that, you know, last year's team being. Uh, Seniors. My son was one of those seniors, and so I knew those kids since they were very young, and I've been a, a part of their soccer lives since they were really little. So this year's team, though, I've had them at the high school level, at some of you know the JV level and such. I haven't been able to experience coaching them directly like I did those seniors. So uh, it's really exciting. It's almost like starting over in the coaching world. You gotta figure out uh, where everyone goes and you don't know them as well as some of those kids that you've you've known for a while. So I'm actually really looking forward to it. I think we're very talented, um, like I said, young. But uh, I think, uh, you know, with the confidence that they have, I'm hoping that they could just kind of pick up where they left off. Yeah, and you don't often get the chance to revamp the whole thing, right? Because normally you have at least a couple holdovers. You know where they're going to go. Uh, you have some building blocks. Has it given you the opportunity to sort of rethink some of the things you're doing, maybe tactically or or um, in the way that you guys practice or anything? Yeah, all of all of the above, really. Um, there are only six kids on this year's team that 
were on that varsity team last year, all coming off the bench, of course. So a lot of them are coming up from that JV squad. And, you know, the nice thing is that those JV players had a lot of success last year on the JV level. They went undefeated. They didn't allow a single goal. So even though, you know, we lost a lot of seniors, everyone else also lost their best seniors. And the JV players that I have coming up from last year are extremely good. So I'm really happy. Um, you know, tactically, it's it's to be determined. I, I think I have an idea right now of where I want to go with it. But until we, you know, play our first game tomorrow and make those tweaks here and there, I don't quite know how good we're going to be. Sure. It's Jay Henderson, the head coach of the Hellgate Boys soccer team um, and, and leader of sort of one of the most interesting stories in the state here as we head into the fall high school sports season. Because as he's talked about, he's having to replace the entire starting lineup of that state championship winning team. Uh, and, and Jay, I mean, who, who are the guys who have stood out for you so far? Yeah, so, um, you know, my two big senior leaders on the team, uh, Henry Pierce and Julio Steyer, uh, they've been really great about getting the guys together all season. They'll be a couple of my starters. Uh, then some of the younger guys beyond them, Luca Musco, who played a significant amount of minutes last year for me, He'll be stepping in and starting as a midfielder. Um, really young goalkeeper, Hank Shattuck, uh, who, you know, last year as a freshman could have probably started on many teams in the state, but we had a quality goalkeeper in Lauren last year. So he'll be starting as a sophomore. Um, uh, Brady Reed is a kid that I think everyone's going to know at the club level. He um, made the ODP national pool for club, and so he's got a lot of experience, very technically gifted player that he he plays for me and then uh, you know a bunch of other sophomores on that team as well yeah what's it what's it like having um you know kids like that in practice kids who have only been in high school for for a couple years it's fantastic really um you know, high school is such a different beast than club soccer. You know, right. at the club soccer level, you're training with your team for eight months of the year, and you can kind of go through the process early on where, you know, you got four months of practice before you're really getting into any big games or tournaments where high school is very cutthroat. It's here, it's in your face. You got multiple games in a week, and it's just, it's much more of a grind, you know, two and a half months compared to eight months. And so you got to figure things out very, very quickly. And at the high school level, it's it's not always uh, the most pleasing to watch. Uh, you know, if you compare it to club soccer, it's it's very you know who who is physical, who's going to work the hardest, who's going to have confidence, and uh, it's different, but it's exciting and it's fun. And you know, you know, my team, we very much try to play like a club team with with uh, lots of possession and. and you know, technically gifted players that, that are comfortable with ball on their feet, but it's not always that way when you come to the game, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've never thought about it that way, but it's sort of like, you know, club versus international soccer at the highest levels where international coaches are not getting the full year to work with these players. And a lot of the time it's often, you know, what you can throw together that will work and be successful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in Missoula, we're very lucky to have a very good club soccer scene um so these kids are playing all year round and you know they split up when they go to into the three high schools but uh 
to have at least a little of that roll into high school season that they are at least a little bit comfortable playing with each other at the club level. But the difference is that, you know, you're putting three different age groups together. You know, I've got U19 players, U17 players, U16 players that are all good in their own right at their own age. And then you're trying to throw the three groups together and trying to find the right fit for everybody. Yeah, it's really interesting. Jay Anderson, who's the head coach of the boys' soccer team over at Hellgate High School, joining me for soccer and snow and smoke, a little high school season preview, although by the time this uh, has been released, the season will have already started because the Knights are are starting their season uh, tomorrow, which is Thursday, August 25th. Jay, you guys have been at the top for uh, a long run. Um, You've got a lot of teams coming after you. What does the double A look like this year for boys soccer and, and particularly on this side, the West, but I don't I don't know, um, you know, you've had great rivalries with some teams from over in the east as well. Yeah, I, I think I think the ones to look out for in particular are the two Billings schools, Billings West and Billings Senior, who we saw in the the quarterfinals and semifinals last year. They were both young squads last year and to get so far and to have most of their guys come back, I think they'll be standouts on the eastern side um bozeman just with their success they're always always tough to play against um and as far as our side on the west i think you know it's it's hard to determine right now but i would uh guess that it's probably going to be a similar situation i think uh glacier always gives us great games they're well coached the two helena schools i think um will will battle uh Sentinel is going to be in a similar situation with us. They've got some young players on, on their team as well, and that inner city game is always fun too. So uh, I think we'll be right up there, but it, uh, the other schools in the West are going to give us a challenge. Yeah, and, and Jay's going into his 20th year, you told me, with Hellgate. How have you seen the progression of those other schools in the state while you've, while you've been here? You know, everyone's got their ups and downs. Yeah. It, it seems that, you know, every six, seven years, someone else kind of rises. You know, they've got a good crop of freshmen coming in that are with them for four years. And so, um, you know, we've been very blessed at Hellgate to kind of extend that run longer than most. But, you know, teams like uh, Glacier, who haven't had a high school for very long, it took them, you know, three or four years to find some success. And now that they found it, they, they've been up at the top for, you know, five or six years now. Uh, the Helena schools have always been tough to play against hundred percent. And, uh, you know, e- even someone like uh, a Butte team who we play tomorrow found their little niche of success last year by winning a couple games in the league that they hadn't done for a couple years. So everyone's finding success in their own ways. And, uh, uh, you know, I love just going out there and, you know, every year playing against different teams and kind of having the guys on the field figure it out on their own. You know, they got to go make their own success and not ride off the coattails of uh, teams in the past. Sure. And that's, of course, the big task for Hellgate boys soccer this year um, coming off the state championship last year. Three in a row, right? Three in a row, yes, sir. So working on that run and having to replace their entire starting lineup. So uh, a really fascinating story to watch. Jay, thank you for coming in and giving us some insight on doing that, some insight on on the new kids that you have coming up over there. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. appreciate it. 4015, an excerpt from the Soccer in Snow and Smoke podcast 
hosted by Andrew Houghton. Jay Anderson, Missoula Hellgate head coach, joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's presented by Flanagan Motors. Flanagan Motors, fierce supporter of soccer around Missoula and the state of Montana for more than 50 years. Appreciate Flanagan Motors for their continued sponsorship of the Footy 15. Mark Albert, longtime head cross country coach at Hamilton High School, recent Montana High School Association Hall of Fame inductee, joins us next. Our River City Runners here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschulteilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. One of the best weekends of my life, Salo Rihanna down in Denver at Red Rocks uh, the day before New Year's Eve. So New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, Eve, I guess. Uh, that was probably nine or ten years ago. Love me some Rihanna. Welcome back to Nuanas Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on a Tuesday. Maybe you're streaming on the ESPN Montana app. Appreciate you tuning in. No matter how you are tuning in, time now for a fall version of our River City Runners where we highlight Various members of the running community, athletes, coaches, uh, administrators, people that put on all the great fun runs that happen around the state of Montana. We're joined now by Mark Albert, a guy who recently retired as the uh, head cross-country coach there at Hamilton High School, a guy who spent 34 years with stops in Frenchtown at Hellgate High School, Willow Creek, Darby, and then 25 years down there at Hamilton High School. Coach Albert, First of all, congratulations on a phenomenal career and your recent induction into the Montana High School Association Hall of Fame. And thanks for being here. How you doing, man? Good. Thanks, Coulter. Appreciate the, the time to visit with you. I wanted to have you on just because you've been around running in uh, this community and in, in western Montana for so long. And that's why we launched this segment about a year ago, because there are so many people that are engaged in the sport. I also think it's such a fun sport any level of distance running or any level of running in general, because it is a lifetime sport. And I think that a lot of people in Montana really enjoy it for a lifetime. So why do you think that is? I mean, what do you think are the the factors that correlate to not only Missoula and the Bitterroot Valley, but all around Montana? It seems like there's so many great runners. Why? Why do you think it is that there's been so many great runners that have come out of this state? I think you hit it on the head. You know, it's just something that you can do for a lifetime. I don't know how many times, you know, cross country is the kind of sport where you have to recruit. <laughs> you know, you have to beg kids to come out. There's always a few that love it and they'll be there anyway. But to build a good program, build a good team, you have to, you got to spend time recruiting. In fact, my high school coach, he recruited me, pulled me right out of class and asked me to come run. 
and uh, and we don't realize, you know, how you know what kind of uh, benefits you can get from that being part of a team. And what's cool about cross country and that in this high school sport is it's so inclusive. And the running community in general is very accepting. Um, I, uh, culture, I don't know if you know this, but I coached basketball for a long, long time. And, and uh, basketball is very exclusive and, and, and running is inclusive. And, and it's just we have a spot for you, whereas basketball, a lot of times, you, you know, you have to have a certain skill set or you're not going to be a part of the team or even part of an entire program. So uh, the inclusivity of it is just really special. It was an absolute gift um, that fell on my lap 20 years ago and very thankful for it. It made me a better basketball coach too, but uh, really enjoyed the journey. Well, I definitely did know about your basketball background as well. Mark Albert joined us here on Nuanas now, a longtime coach in a variety of different sports down there at Hamilton High School. And uh, just to confirm, your daughter, is that Ashley? Ashley, yeah, she's in Bowlesman. She's a math yep. teacher there. Yeah, I, I covered Ashley when she was at Montana State. I had a great pleasure getting to know her, and she was such a great gal to cover. Oh, okay. and, uh, I loved I loved covering yeah, her uh, through Skyline Sports. And uh, I, when we're getting done, I'll, I'll send you the feature I wrote about her when, you, when she was a senior because I loved, uh, loved getting to know Ashley. And then I actually also played City League hoops with uh, the Brumwell brothers, so I know that that's in the family as well with you guys. So. Uh, but back to All the right, small world. Yeah, small world is exactly right. Small Montana, that's exactly why we love it here. Right. Uh, but let's talk about th- this recent run at Hamilton High School then because you had great success for a really long time there as the cross-country coach at Hamilton. Five different state titles, 2008, 2013, 2014, 2020, and 2021. So the Bronx, a lot of success there at Hamilton High School in general the last couple of years. But last fall, a banner year with cross-country and football state championships. Pretty special group you had mm-hmm. down there at Hamilton High School. Just tell us about those guys. I mean, what went into going back-to-back? Because that was a pretty dominant and pretty awesome run for you uh, your last two years heading up the cross-country program. Yeah, it was a great way to kind of wrap the whole the whole thing up, for sure. And, you know, culture, a lot of it, you got to be lucky. And, you know, we had a – we you know, when we first started 20 years ago, we had 14 kids out, and then we got a, a stretch there where we had over 50 a couple times in 40s and – Generally, we're around 30, and you know, and during that time, you got to have some kids move out, some kids move in, and then you, while that happens, you're constantly building some consistency and expectations, and and I think that's what we did pretty well. And so when we did have some kids uh, move in, for you know, great example, honestly, for these last two years, I had a really good team coming in uh, to the season in 2020, uh, and then we had the class a state champion move here <laughs> during COVID because uh, he wasn't going to be able to compete in California and Coulter Purcell. He was, uh, they had some land here. They're all planning on moving here. Eventually his dad was in the military and, and, and he's here now. Uh, now he's out of the military, but he decided, Hey, go now so you can go compete. And so um, that was, that was a gift. I think, you know, scoring wise, as you looked at it, we might've won it anyway, but without Coulter's um, influence on our team, we couldn't be sure about. We had a one, a real close one with Harden, in 2020 and then uh last year in 2021 we had everybody back so when you get your top seven guys back um you know four kids that finish in the top eight this year i've never had quite that kind of finish so very special group and you know and of course the boys in general at hamilton this year a lot of great leaders i think a culture um kirkland who's at you know the uh, naval academy right now and lane coles at the university of montana um, Harrison Silverio, who's going to uh, Western, just a, a wonderful group of kids. Really enjoyed the, the time with those kids. River City Runners, our bi-weekly running segment here on Nuanas Now at CSPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Mark Albert, a Montana High School Association Hall of Famer, a guy who coached a variety of sports at Hamilton High School over the last 25 years during a 34-year 
coaching career joining us, talking all things cross-country, including the two-time defending Class A champion, Hamilton Bronx. Uh, Coach, when you have a bunch of driven guys, how much does that sort of cultivate the internal competition? I mean, when you have multiple guys that have aspirations and then fulfill the dreams of going to run in college, uh, it seems like success breeds success in cross-country. Yeah, it does. And it kind of started in that 2008 group. And, you know, when you finally figure out that, hey, we can be good, not just come out and participate, um, they do kind of hold each other accountable, which is really good. So that started there. And then my son Easton's class, um, they were in the 2013, 14, 15 range. We won a couple back-to-back there. And they just kind of set a standard. And then when there's young guys in the program, they go, okay, this is what it takes. And, and so we end up having a – and I remember we had a sophomore kid my, in 2014 uh, – uh, Cameron Mickle, who went on as a senior to win the state individual championship too. And of course we, that works in the girls as well. We had a couple uh, female state champions, Brinley Polson went back to back here recently. And, and so it just, yeah, the culture is great. And I, hey, I want to throw a shout out to, you know, our, our tribals, Corral's Blue Devils. I mean, it's, for sure. you know, when you look at the number of, yeah, the number of titles that are won between these two schools over the last couple of years, last 10 years, I should say, uh, you make each other better. You know, I think that's what I love about competition culture. It's, you know, sometimes we look at it as a negative, and I just look at it as a gift. I mean, they just made us better. We had to be. <laughs> you know, they're right there on our doorstop. You know, we had to be better, and it was a really great competition, and I know we made them better, and likewise, and, and their coaching staff made, made me better, uh, quite frankly, as well. And and so I know that, you know, that it's going to be in good hands as we go forward here, too, with, with Coach Jessup um, taking the helm, and he's been a part of this for a long time, been a part of Corvallis uh, cross-country for a long time as well. But to answer your question with the boys, a uh, highly competitive group, which is you know, kind of fun. Um, but, yeah, it's, they all want to win this. We had three kids that could have won the title. And so it's a little that internal competition. And, yeah, I was so proud of them this year in particular. We really focused on let's just get this thing done and win the team title. And if you got to make a move, you can make a move and go for it. But uh, um, Brinson um, from Corvallis was just – he was the man that day. And then we had our next three guys. And so we're pretty content with where we're at and really happy with uh, with the efforts of those boys. And a lot of Bitterroot Valley flavor. River City Runners, by the way, Mark Albert, joining us, longtime cross-country coach there at Hamilton High School. A lot of Bitterroot Valley flavor in that Montana High School Association induction class because Spencer Holes, who is from Corvallis, who's joined us several times throughout the years, uh, he was also a part of that class, so much uh, deserved there as mm-hmm. well. Uh, coach, we'll get you out of here on this. I, I know that uh, – you're probably learning to, to live in a whole new way after spending so much time dedicated to so many different high school sports around the state of Montana. What do you think you're going to miss the most about coaching now that you are officially retired? You know, it's, it's always the relationships, Coulter, and I think you'll hear that from every coach. You know, I went into education. Um, it's kind of funny. I went in uh, really more to be a coach and connect with kids because you, you have more of an opportunity to do that in the in the athletic arena than you do in the classroom. And and yet I found my last few years really loving the classroom because I got a chance to create my own class called Personal Finance and Development. And when you're talking about personal development and finances, it's pretty personal, and you tend to really connect with kids there too. So my wife and I are kind of doing some of that stuff on more on a one-on-one basis. And so um, we're still find ways to connect and do that. But yeah, it's really the relationship with other coaches being challenged. One thing I tell people a lot of times when you're in those, the hot seat of coaching and it's nervous and you don't want to let anybody down you, it's when you feel most alive. And uh, there's just something about that. Getting, I'm going to probably miss that as much as anything, but uh, I was super blessed. I mean, I, I'm better than I deserve. It couldn't have been a better um, situation for me and the people that I got to work with phenomenal coaches and uh, administrators that I got to work with and for. 
River City Runners a couple times a month, highlighting people from around the Montana running community. This week's guest, Mark Albert, longtime head cross-country coach at Hamilton High School, coached a variety of sports at a variety of different towns throughout the state of Montana, 34 years as a high school coach and a recent inductee into the Montana High School Association Hall of Fame. Coach Albert, really appreciate you taking some time here, and best of luck with everything, but thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Coulter. Appreciate the opportunity. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. What's going on the rest of the week? We'll get you all set up. We got a bunch of interviews coming tomorrow and the illustrious return. More next ESPN Radio. is now on ESPN Radio. The miseducation of Tommy Evans continues. Did I miss the song? You missed the song. You no! <laughs> Tommy finds a new 90s song every week, and he's like, you heard the song before? I was like, yeah, I was a functional human in the 90s. I wasn't four like you. That's new? <laughs> oh. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're tuning in, thanks for being here. Missed anything in the show. Fun show for you. Sam Herter from Hero Sports, the top national outlet covering football championship subdivision action joined us as well as uh, some high school football scores and analysis our treasure state stars for the week we also heard from jay anderson the head coach of the missoula hellgate boys soccer team three-time defending state champions heard from bobby Houck as part of our Houck highlights university of montana head football coach and we heard from mark albert the former hamilton cross-country coach recent montana high school association inductee all of it on the nuanas now podcast probably presented by the m store the advocates and the msu bookstore tomorrow jam-packed lineup we got brad laird the head coach of northwestern state coming on he's bringing his team to missoula for a saturday matinee we're also going to hear from tommy malott the uh, all big sky quarterback for the montana state bobcats we're going to hear from lucas johnson the uh starter for the Montana Grizzly football team at quarterback, former San Diego State transfer. We're going to hear from Robert Chase, the program director of the trail and our resident Cardinals fan. And how about this? We are going to have the illustrious return of the one and only Ryan Tutel. Boy, this show is a burning ship, isn't it? Gus is back. Tommy, you're going to love this. Tommy's on the trail. I uh, am on the trail. Tomorrow, I guess every night. But uh, he's got the new show coming up here. In exactly seven minutes. Seven minutes. What a deal. But Ryan calls me today. Yeah. And as we know, Ryan uh, decided to retire uh, in what, Wouldn't it what, be nice, what, Coulter? whatever it was, <laughs> in a 20, the end of 2020. He's yeah. been homeschooling his children and driving them around. Yeah. He calls me today. I say, What are you doing? He's like, Nothing. And I said, <laughs> she, Okay. Rub it in. And he's like, Yeah, man, I got the kids back in school and I didn't realize. Like, if, if you don't have kids and you don't have a job, I have nothing to do. <laughs> so, wow. so we'll give Ryan a good 26 minutes and 50 seconds of work tomorrow. Yeah. How about that? There you go. What's I like go- that. What's going on on the new show tonight? Well, there's a bunch of cool new stuff going on on the new show, and it's primarily rooted in nostalgia, which is why I thought we should come back with the 90s song. Love it. So here's the thing about the 1980s. Some people look back on them and discuss. Some people love them. Are we getting any hate mail yet? You got that? No, uh, no hate mail at all. Oh, okay, yeah. We just had a little full circle moment. Mark really? Albert, who joined us. Yeah. My first year on the Montana State beat at the Bozeman newspaper, his yeah. daughter was a senior. He had not known that, so I had texted him a, a link no of a story kidding. I wrote about her some 10 years ago. So wow, there we go. look at that. Yeah, there we go. What do you think about the 1980s when you look back at them? Musically, um, uh, societally, I, I, I pop think that, culture? I mean, I think that 
for all of the people that think America is the greatest country in the world, I think it was most highly emphasized during the 1980s. I think that uh, the dream of the American dream and capitalism and uh, living lavishly was yeah. most possible in the 1980s. Uh, but the political angle aside, I, I love the music of the 1980s. I think a really? lot of it got diluted. I think some of the new wave stuff was a little bit overdone after the original innovators like the Talking Heads. But, you know, you play the right 80s music for yeah. me, whether it's Metallica or Michael Jackson or, uh, you know, Motley Crue, I'm in. Well, then you might like this band uh, called The Midnight. Okay. And I've had them on my new show in the past. This goes back to uh, David Graff uh, when he was with us. Sure. And uh, he worked with us uh, a lot uh, on some of this music. But these albums are designed as if they're in the mid-1980s, like neon, like arcade games. Cool. And the songs truly sound like they're from the 80s. So I'm most excited to play a bunch of new stuff from the midnight tonight. But more than that, I don't know how much time we have. About 50 seconds. About 50 seconds. Well, get your reads out. I just, I was going to tell you about my broken down car. I was going to tell you about my burned floor and uh, the toaster that I threw into the road, but hit an oncoming car, Coulter. Oh, my God. And how music has gotten me through it over the last week. But I guess it'll have to wait till our uh, our off the air podcast continues on. So, 1033, join me just up the dial from 1029 at 6 o'clock, friends. Just scan it right up. We'll see you back here tomorrow, jam packed. Uh, guest list, including the return of Ryan Tutel, plus quarterbacks for both Montana and Montana State. We'll see you then. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on a Tuesday for Andrew Houghton and Tommy Evans. I am Coulter Nuana, as this has been Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.